thank you, uh, Mr. Mayor. Can I welcome uh, Dave's family uh, here and supporters and friends? Um, this is quite a rare uh, opportunity for Council to show members of the community, the people who work tirelessly, who don't seek reward, who don't seek public election or public office, who roll their sleeves up and just get on with things because they believe in Oldham and there's something about what makes them tick that makes them very special people. Um, and it is a rare honour because we only give one out a year uh, and the competition is always uh, very tough and contended. Um, but actually, uh, this nomination uh, met with universal support from the group leaders uh, when we met to discuss this. And I think there's a very good reason for that, David. I'm not going to do your biographer. Um, you, you, you are well known to many people and your biography has been uh, provided uh, in the book that's gone round. Um, but I will say um, you are a true public servant, that your dedication to public service um, has been acknowledged and appreciated. Um, but at times, particularly if you're a member of council, um, David, you can sometimes be quite grilling uh, in the way that you hold us to account. Uh, and whether that's through the commentary that you uh, give here, and I should say you deserve an award just for sitting here for every council meeting, actually. <laughs> um, or whether it's the, uh, you know, the, the question time events that you hold uh, during the election campaign, where you invite the leaders uh, of each of the groups to come and speak. Uh, or whether it's even your kind of desert island discs where you uh, probably make all of us realise just what horrendous taste in music uh, each of us have. Um, you know, that kind of is a really important community service. And actually, before we uh, web-streamed, before uh, Twitter, uh, before Facebook, the people of Oldham were kept connected uh, with this chamber because of the work, David, that you did. And I think that's a very important part of our democratic uh, process, uh, often underestimated. Um, and I was kind of wondering, uh, David, were you being on my left uh, today, who may well be on my right-hand side, but I have seen you found somebody else. I half expected you to appear with the headphones on, giving commentary uh, as we were doing the speeches uh, in your name, really. That's to come. And actually, when you speak, David, we might start giving commentary under our breath as well, so you know how off-putting it can be. Um, but no, D David, honestly, you are a real inspiration. Um, there are certain people that you do come across uh, in public service um, that really give you a very warm feeling um, because you know they're in it for the right reasons. You know what makes them tick uh, is a community. And actually, Dave's uh, my first encounter with uh, Dave actually was on our march to Peterloo as I joined at Fails of Pole and the banners were being carried down Oldham Road through Mars Platin and Ancoats uh, onto uh, obviously Manchester City Centre. You know, I met then uh, an inspiring person, and in the time that I've been on the council, in the time that I've been group leader and council leader, uh, I've developed a real uh, professional friendship with Dave. And, uh, so, David, thank you for all that you do. Um, this is appreciated. You should enjoy this moment. It's not often that the council gives something back, um, but today uh, is that moment. Thank you very much. Thank you for that. Can I now call upon Councillor Howe Sykes to speak, please? Uh, I'm not going to speak, Mr Mayor, because um, as popular as Dave is, we had a fight about this in our group meeting and I lost. Um, <laughs> so two of my colleagues, Councillors Dillon and uh, Heffernan, uh, wish to say a few words about this, but I just wanted to make sure that's nothing personal, Dave. It's just a lost. But you might be grateful. <laughs> All right. OK, can I call on Councillor Dillon to stand and speak, please?
Thank you, Mr Mayor. Uh, Dave is probably best known to members of this council for his work on Oldham Community Radio, which was established in 2004. Uh, this radio station is for the community of this borough and does bind together the borough. In fact, I was just thinking when I was uh, writing this speech that Dave, probably together with myself, is one of the few people in this council chamber who rem remembers the heyday of the Beatles on the radio. Whether that was an inspiration, whether that was an inspiration to go into radio, I don't know. But Dave is passionate about radio. I do watch him every, every council meeting, delivering his broadcast to his listeners very diligently. And, it, and even once he had to fill in when somebody set the anti-theft anti smoke alarm off in the council chamber a few years ago. Dave has supported a number of people in the, in the borough including the District Partnership events in Shore and Crompton and Royton. He had been an MC on a couple of occasions. He also interviewed people on the Metrolink trams when it went through Oldham Town Centre. And might I add, on Oldham Community Radio, I actually did a jingle for him in the early days, which I think he remembers. Dave and I do have a link through broadcasting. My step-uncle actually pioneered the 2LO radio station in Manchester and Dave was a pioneer of local community radio, not only in this borough, but in the country. Dave has shown great commitment to our local community and is a deserving recipient of the Council's Civic Appreciation Award. Thank you, Mr Mayor. Can I now call on Councillor Haffernan to stand and speak? Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, <clears throat> I first came across David McGeeley, unfortunately, in the Royal Oldham Hospital back in 1981, uh, when I had a short spell there. Um, what was very noticeable, I was fortunate I had good family support coming to visit me. <coughs> Others in the ward were not as fortunate as me. And how um, Radio Cavell help then was unbelievable um, <clears throat> they he would they would take requests they would be played on the air but there was always a comment to the person who had asked and believe me that was necessary but I do re recognize one other thing with uh, Mr. McGeeley and that is the there is support all of us in this chamber realize that we don't do anything on our own we need our support and I have been very fortunate to know the person who gives Dave the most support, and that's his wife. And I don't know where she's hiding tonight, but I'm sure she's there somewhere. Jean has been absolutely fantastic. She worked with me on the learning disability partnership boards. Uh, she filled in all sorts and still managed time to go and support Dave with uh, community radio. So I think whilst we offer this award to David, I think we must also remember his wife and wish them both the best. Thank you, Thank you for that, uh, Councillor Haffernan.
Spirit is now represented with his award by the mayor. Photographs being taken. I believe shortly Dave uh, Gilly will be invited to reply. Now I'm going to ask and call upon David McGeeley to speak, please. Ah, <laughs> I see the trouble. Councillors always have trouble with their microphones and uh, I thought I'd go along with it, so to speak. Uh, <clears throat> Mr Mayor, Honorary Alderman of the Borough, um, members and officers of the Council, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I appear here as one person, but I really think that I've got a whole host of other people with me who share um, the work and share the, the things that we've done over the last <coughs> period of time um, for this award. It's, it's not to one person. I'm representative of so many. But I've got my 16th draft of my speech and I've sat in this chamber for a long time. <laughs> I'll try to keep it brief, but I may fail. Being born in Manchester, I'm a proud Mancunian by birth, but I chose to become an equally proud Oldhamer by residence, and we brought up our children here, and you can't get bigger investment in the place than that. Uh, a number of councillors in this chamber have also uh, followed the same route from Manchester to God's chosen land. Uh, Councillor George, I spot there, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I hope that I can explain why Oldham and Oldhamers are so special. But first, I, uh, I needed to check a few things about my family. Was there anything in my family that indicated that music would be an important part of life? Well, one of our claims to fame, my mum was in the Manchester Children's Choir that recorded that song, Nymphs and Shepherds. Oh, you see, with the Halley Orchestra way back in June 1929. The choir spent a year rehearsing two weeks, uh, two evenings a week uh, for the, this performance. And they performed at various concerts around Manchester, building up to the high point in June 1929 when they were to record with the Halley Orchestra. Brilliant, eh? Unfortunately, my mum's birthday was in January, and back then, if you had a job to go to, you could leave school at the end of term where you t when you turned 14. Now, as you know, jobs in 1929 were rather scarce, but my mum had one to go to. So at Easter, she left school to go to work and lost her chance of being on the recording in June. But every time I hear that song, or any mention of it, I'm back with my mum. And that's where. So, despite this disappointment, my mum continued to love music and singing, and as children, we were all encouraged to enjoy music and song. And I'm sure that that encouragement has stayed with me throughout my life. So, thanks to me, mum.
Uh, now, coming from South Manchester, I wondered what my connections to Oldham were. Well, my dad was one of the workers who built Chadderton Power Station, for those of you that remembered it before it was about, uh, demolished. They built it sometime between 1950 and 1955. Unfortunately, he fell off one of the cooling towers and spent several weeks on the critical list and followed by a longer spell in a hospital bed in the Oldham Royal Infirmary. Now, due to the skills of Oldham's medics, he survived, but it was a close thing. So thank you to Oldham's medics. My next connection with Oldham comes from 1964. I was 15 and I'd just joined the Boy Scouts. A little late, most people leave at 15, but I joined and it was great. Uh, I was going on my first annual scout camp trip to Scarborough and we were going in two Bedford vans. And one of them broke down in Oldham on King Street, I think. Now, finding a fan belt on a Saturday afternoon in 1964 was a bit more difficult than it is today. But Oldham came up with the goods and after being stuck for a couple of hours, we we're on our way to a great camp. Again, thank you, Oldham. Now, it's strange how small things can totally change your life. In 1971, I was about to leave Padgate Teacher Training College and was planning to apply for a job in Manchester, Stockport, or Salford. I, had a, I have a good friend who had left college the year before me and, in early, uh, and started teaching in Failsworth. And they got a flat on Shulver in early 1971. I visited them at their new flat. It was great. And you know, I looked out the window and I could see fields with cows in them. Oh, I thought it was wonderful. Uh, it was the countryside. In Manchester, where I lived, I could see just the front or the back of the other terrace houses. <laughs> I changed my plans. That was it. I applied to Oldham for a job. They interviewed me, that was a good start, and I was offered a teaching post at Littlemore County Primary School and a one-bedroom flat on Shulver. Heaven. So again, thank you to Oldham. I had a fabulous teaching career at Littlemore where I found great children and caring families, and I thoroughly enjoyed my time uh, when I became part of the team that was introducing computers into schools. We'd never used them before, and all of a sudden teachers in schools were being told, it's the future, learn how to use it. So I was part of an excellent team that Oldham had that introduced them to, first of all, for the curriculum, and then later on into school administration. So a great big thank you to all those who were part of those teams. They were really good. Now, this award uh, is built upon my commitment to radio in Oldham, and consequently, I better look at that. I joined Radio Cavell, the hospital radio station, in January 1974, 41 years ago. And it only seems like 41 years ago, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've had 41, uh, sorry, I, volu I still volunteer there. I've had 41 years of tremendous fun and pleasure. And I'll recommend volunteering to anyone, and in fact, everyone. I need to say a big thank you to the patients of the Royal Oldham Hospital who made it all worthwhile. From one lady who, as I walked into the ward and I looked down, there was suddenly a, Whoo! and I looked and she just glowed. She absolutely glowed. It was a wedding anniversary and her husband had requested their song. 
brilliant. I'll, I'll stick with me forever, that memory. Um, but, uh, another incident, uh, the late Fred Baxter, uh, formerly of this chamber, or the former chamber, who, uh, if you remember the birth of the world's first test tube baby, Louise Brown, in the run-up to that, in the Royal Oldham Hospital, there was a bomb scare. Some nutter said, ooh, bomb in maternity. Of course, the whole hospital or the whole maternity block had to be evacuated. And they, they did that, did a very good job, and the place was searched, and there was nothing found, and so they were starting to return to the wood. It was Friday night, we came along, we played bingo on a Friday night, and we went along to Fred and said, eh, we normally do bingo, shall we? What shall we do? And he said, and I've, I've removed some of the words out of it, he said, oh, yes, get, let's get everything back to normal. And I took it as a tremendous compliment that we were part of the hospital's normality. So, thanks, Fred, uh, for that. Um, it helped me in another way. In the early 1980s, um, I went through, I'll say, a difficult time uh, coming, whoo, <clears throat> coming to terms with a few things. And I was pretty depressed. And, but I had a job to do. I was down there. We needed to collect the requests for the visitors. So uh, down to the hospital I'd go, kicking my chin along the road, get there, and then you put the brave face on, and you go through the act. Well, can we leave your request? I don't know. And I found that actually within 10 minutes, I was feeling much better. And I thought, hang on, these people in this hospital are in a far worse boat than I am. Why are you depressed? And they helped me get through it. Uh, I felt a lot better, a lot positive. Uh, there's one thing about being a volunteer, it helps you twice. Once it helps the person on the receiving end, and it also helps the person on, I'll call it the giving end, but it's the person that's doing the volunteering. So if you're fed up, volunteer. Go and do something for somebody else, uh, because that will really help you get things into perspective and book you up and help you with life. So to all the volunteers, and I'm sure everyone in the room volunteers somewhere at some time, a thank you to you. You make so much of an impact on society, you perhaps don't appreciate or don't understand. Oh, that was Radio Cabell, and I look at the time and think, <laughs> get a move on, so I'll quickly jump ahead. After several years building up things, uh, radio and broadcasting experience via Radio Latics, World War II Radio, Heartbeat Radio, The Voice of Oldham, on St. Patrick's Day 2007, Oldham Community Radio was launched. We've got some magnificent volunteer broadcasters, and they produce great radio. And our audience love it. They make me feel very humble with the wonderful comments each year when we do our annual listener survey. <laughs> Quite a few of them live outside Oldham, but they choose to listen to Oldham Community Radio, where we tell them what's happening in Oldham all the time. And they choose to listen because they said... <laughs> It's like having a friend in the room with you. We're their mate, we speak the same language, we've got the same voices, the same accents as them, and that, to me, is a tremendous compliment. And I've lost my place on the paper here, so I'm gonna move. <laughs> um, yeah, um, we, we get 
the opportunity as part of the community radio broadcast to shine a spotlight on all the good things that are happening in Oldham. Uh, that was where I said about the bit about listeners outside coming in. Um, I'm sure there's some even listening tonight. Sometimes it's hard to believe that people are listening to the council meeting. They might not be here till half past nine, uh, but they'll certainly be listening to this first bit. And we get some comments from time to time. Hmm. So, a final thank you to Oldham Metropolitan Borough Council very much for, uh, for this honour. I know it's not just for me. It's for all those radio volunteers from over the past 41 years. And there's been an awful lot. But to keep this safe, which I will do, um, because if I'm sharing it with all these other volunteers, I think I'd better look after it just for the next 60 years. And then you can borrow it after that. But now, uh, the one thing I, uh, earlier on that I, I do need to thank myself, as well as thanking my sisters who are here tonight, um, for helping me. And I was very fortunate that I was the fourth in a family of four. I've got three older sisters who, um, when they were old enough to leave school and go to work, they did, to add to the family income. I was the one that got the, the, the advantage, the look of the draw, if you like, because I was the youngest, because in those days there was grants, I was able to, to go forward in full-time education. I thank my sisters, uh, which I've never done publicly before, uh, for giving me that opportunity uh, of doing that. And I also need to thank my wife, Jean, uh, my son, Ian, who's here and behaving very well, and my daughter, Ruth, for helping me out, not making things too difficult for me, and supporting me. Because without them, I don't think I could do it. But through Oldham Council and all Oldhamers, this is the place to be. There's nowhere else that I would like to be living other than Oldham. It's got its downside, but it's got a heck of a lot of plus sides. And the things that go on in this town are quite remarkable. We all ought to be very proud of it. Thank you very much. Oh, I've got another six pages. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. McGeeley. Please may I ask the leader of the council and the main opposition leader to join me for photographs at the front. Thank you. So now a few photographs are being taken. Uh, following uh, this first item, we'll be going into the formal business of tonight's council meeting. starts with uh, questions to the cabinet members from the public and councillors on board or district issues and then we're continuing the rest of the uh, business this evening. Meetings are scheduled to last for uh, no more than three and a half hours. So at the moment Dave McGeeley Leader of the Council and Leader of the Opposition and the Mayor having uh, photographs taken in the middle of the Council Chamber here. Yeah. See a uh, photographer from the Oldham Chronicles there and uh, some of Dave's friends and family are taking some photographs as well. <laughs> 